You're listening to Toe the Line, a podcast by me, Taylor Cleland. Here at Toe the Line, we're talking all things rugby union with a few other sports thrown into the mix, like league, motorsport, tennis, you get the picture. All while pushing the boundaries and making the world of sport more inclusive. I'm ready to use my voice to make impactful change in this world and I hope you'll join me. So let's Toe the Line together. Um, hey team and welcome back to Toe the Line. I have a very exciting guest on today, my second guest on the podcast. Ooh, number um, two. Oh my gosh, you went way too early, Tane. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's all good. No, but yeah, very exciting. I'm sure you guys will get a lot out of this podcast. Um, and I think from like a, um, I guess like fan perspective, it's all, I always wanted to like know what goes on behind the scenes and stuff. So I think this will be a really exciting one. But I'm cool. going to introduce him. Um, today's guest runs the fourth, fourth highest followed Instagram account in Australasian sport. Um, I would say he's pretty well known for his out-of-the-box graphics, bringing the players that we see on our TV screens to life and probably ruffles some feathers with his <laughs> captions and replies. Nice. <laughs> you know you do. <laughs> um, today I'm speaking to the guy behind the blue super rugby social media, Tane Wolfgram. Tane Welcome to Toad Line. Thank you so much for having me. Um, it's awesome. Like I'm usually the one on the other side of the camera and microphone, so it's really interesting being um, the guest for for a change. So I'm excited, um, and I'm, I'm very honoured to be to be here. Yeah, well, thank you for joining me. I'm very excited. Like I said at, when I first started, I was like, I think like from a fan perspective and before I started doing all this kind of social media stuff in the rugby space I was always so intrigued by kind of what happened in the day-to-day life of teams like the Blues and Mm. like how kind of like the back end runs and who's on the socials and everything because I'm such a I just love social media and I think it's really cool that sports teams are getting more and more into using social media so yeah really excited for this chat I'm going to pick your brains quite a lot and we've also got some questions at the end from people that sent some questions in so I'm sure they'll get a lot from that as well okay (laughs) let's get into it I'm Um, excited first question very important one how are you um I'm good um like sort of getting to the end of off season now mm-hmm. so we've had like a decent break um you find that when you work in sport like in season it's just like here yeah. and then like the week you after drop. it's just boom um and it's good because like uh, super rugby we have quite a short season in comparison to other sports mm-hmm. so um we go really hard for six yeah. months and then we get to kind of chill mm-hmm. um it does get quite boring in the off season but <laughs> um i've, I've I've been lucky enough to uh, do some cool things, yeah. um, which but no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, which, so I'm I'm good. I'm happy. I um, feel refreshed, and, and I'm really excited for the boys to come in in like a month's time yeah, um, sure. and get cracking for yeah. next season. Yeah, I think it's interesting what you said about kind of the week after Super Rugby finishes, it just goes right back yeah. down. Because <laughs> I I went so when I was an athlete and we would go away for like trips or like on tournaments and stuff, you'd get like post tournament depression <laughs> because you'd be so <laughs> you'd be like so high on life, like because yeah. like doing the things you do day to day and like you know everyone that's in the 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 um group that's traveling or mm. whatever and then like the next week it's just like oh what am i supposed to do with <laughs> my life now what's really interesting here because like this place goes quiet and it's the like during the season there's what an extra 45 guys yep. running around mm-hmm. making coffees walking through the hallways yep, bouncing in and out of room <laughs> loud interacting <laughs> everything and then like two weeks after the season it's like dead silent yeah and it's like you need music on at some point just just for like ambient sound (laughs) so it's like yeah so it's 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 good um the contrast between in season off season is crazy but um no i'm good happy refreshed and ready to go great that's so cool Mm. um i think we're just going to dive straight into it my first kind of question i guess to kick off this chat is 
What kind of made you interested in content creation? How did you get into mm. it? When was like your first kind of memory of picking up a camera, being behind the lens, all that sort of stuff? Um, so I've always been a really huge sports fan, yep. like my whole life. And I think really, really early on, I realized I wasn't that good at it. <laughs> <laughs> so like, um, you know, I'm, I wasn't in your first 15s. I wasn't in all your teams. Did you play rugby in school? I played rugby, yep. yep. It's not very well. <laughs> um, um, but you know, I was always. It's actually it was really interesting because I've I've always been like a really big supporter of my friends who played sport, mm -hmm. or you know I was at all the first fifteen games. Um, my friends even in high school had like a like a social basketball team yeah. um, that I occasionally played yeah. in. But like when I wasn't playing, I'd be on the sideline filming it for them and just doing like little just things on like an that. IPhone or just on my phone, yeah, oh, really? wow. um, just because it was like fun and like, yeah. and it wasn't even a content mm -hmm. thing. Mm -hmm. It was just like oh, I enjoy supporting my mates yeah. in this way. Um, uh, so like once I finished high school, it was sort of like, oh, what do I do now? Ended up going to uni, mm -hmm. did uh, communications at AUT, yep. grad degree. Um, finished that, but I'd, I'd, I'd been in radio uh, since I was like 16. Oh, wow. Um, I worked at uh, NZME, yep. um, so I was there for a while. Um, I was at Flavor, and mm -hmm. I like I really... That's where I thought I was going to go. Yeah. Um, and then, so I was there for a while, ended up being on the night show for a little bit. Yeah. Um, and then kind of just didn't see any growth opportunities mm -hmm. there for me. Um, but I knew I really loved sport. Yeah. So I just kind of made a real drastic decision to pivot real early because I was only like 18 at yeah. the point. 18 or not. And just pivot sort of like and be I've like, yeah, <laughs> and just been like pivot to something that I know I enjoyed. Um, so there was an internship going at New Zealand Rugby League. Um, uh, just for, for a year yeah. to join their operations team or the comms team there mm -hmm. and uh, jumped at it, um, gave it a good go. So now I was there for a year, learned some really cool things. Yeah. And that was the first sort of time I'd ever kind of picked up on the social yeah. um, game. But it was less camera because that was a COVID year. There was no camera work and stuff. It was just like editing. So yeah. like I just find old Kiwis clips, edit mm -hmm. together and post it up on the on this Kiwis page. And that, that was fun. And then once I finished my inter internship there, I kind of came to the blues. Mm -hmm. Um, just I, I literally emailed every single team in Auckland. Oh, did you? Um, and the Blues are the ones that responded. And literally, I think the first time I properly picked up a camera was at the Blues, which is like a really fortunate position for yeah, me to be in. Because, like, it's funny because I think now, like, I wouldn't have, like, now me, mm. I would not have hired myself. <laughs> With the skill set that I had coming into this job, I, yeah. I wouldn't have taken me. Um, that's what I feel like when you guys allowed me to come in. Like <laughs> in that season, I was I got here and I was like, "What the fuck am I actually <laughs> doing here?" Um, it, it, it was so interesting because it was just I just kind of caught it at a really good time where it was like social was becoming relevant, mm -hmm. but people hadn't really caught up, like I yeah. guess skill wise. Mm -hmm. um, so like I came in and it was just like because I was so keen, I kind of got it and. Wow. I, but um, and I've learned pretty much everything. Wow. Everything that I know now on the job, That's which is which is so like uh, it's hard, it's so privileged in yeah. a way because it's like how many other people get to learn. Yeah. Um, you know, learn in a space where your content is being seen by sometimes millions. Yeah. Um, That's daunting, wild to me. Yeah. So I'm, yeah, I'm <laughs> learning here, but yeah, um, yeah, enjoying it. That really is wild to me because I've never told you this, but I like look up to you quite a lot in terms of like. <laughs> Thank creativity you. like behind the lens because I yeah. just love your work I think the way you're able to I think the yeah I think you can take a picture of anything or like a video of anything but mm. the way you're able like to capture someone's personality through a picture I think is really special and like Thank such you. a unique 
thing to be able to do. Yeah, thank and you I so think, much. Yeah, I just think, I think that's so interesting. So you're obviously just very talented at what you do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I, I've always been the creative type. Like, yeah. I was, I'm a, like, I draw, I, you know, paint and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, like, most of what I've learned has been on the job. And, like, yeah. it was it was kind of stuck because as soon as I started, I did realise, oh, snap, I, like, I don't actually know a lot. <laughs> so, like, for the next, like, three weeks, I was, like, I went and bought my own camera, like, within the first couple of yeah. weeks of me doing an internship here. Mm-hmm. So, like, spent, like, invested, spent all my money, yeah. bought a camera, um, and then just spent the next three weeks learning, mm-hmm. learning cameras, like, you know, uh, aperture, shutter speed, ISO, everything, like, just yeah. diving into mm-hmm. what a camera does and how to use it. Yeah. Um, so, like, I definitely put in the work, but just being privileged enough to be able to do it here mm-hmm. as opposed to just, like, a freelancer who had to do it all for no money. Yeah. Um, yeah, so like I'm grateful for my position, but here yeah, it was real interesting because I don't think uh, like even a couple of years later I don't think you could like that could ever happen again. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. So how long ago was that then that you started working at the Globe? Yeah, uh, started 2021. So I did so a. It's in- not been that long. Yeah, then. it's not been long. Wow. Um, so 2020 I did an internship at New Zealand Rugby League. Mm-hmm. Started here. Started 2021. Wow, that's so interesting. You mm. just never would have known. I would. I just thought you kind of because I knew. You had done like a little bit with New Zealand Rugby League, and yep. I just thought you got the job at the Blues from that. But know, that's super like interesting. Literally emailed every single team in Auckland. Yeah. Breakers, um, Tuatara. Yeah. Um, who else is there? Uh, even like uh, all the, the NPC teams, yep. Harbour, none of them replied. The Blues are the only one to reply. So, it's a bit like you know. me with what I was doing <laughs> early in the year. I was just like, at this point, I'm just going to DM all the teams and just see who replies. And they <laughs> to, do. So. To be fair, though, you guys, like, I think. The only, I think all the teams replied actually. Yeah. I don't think it was a team that didn't reply, but I think it was. I'm gonna name the Chiefs here. But you <laughs> so, don't need sorry, to. <laughs> <laughs> but it was Kyra at the Chiefs who actually gave me that first opportunity yeah. to do. Like I was never gonna reach out to them. I just saw that they had followed me on Instagram, and mm. I was like, "What do I do now? Like I can't." Because I, I think we were the first to follow you on TikTok, though. Can I just say? Oh uh, yeah, that's true. Thank you. Yeah, and you guys only follow like 19 people, so I was like, yeah. okay. <laughs> Very selective on our TikTok. <laughs> it includes my Ucho. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Um, but yeah, I think I think it's really interesting how people like in kind of our similar positions mm. just like have like the nerve to just reach out to people and just yeah. like go after something that like, they I, want. I'm huge on that. It's like you never know until you ask. 100%. Like every time I travel, I jump on LinkedIn and I message every single person from the comms team of every single team I go to. I remember talking to you about LinkedIn that first time I oh, came. Oh, I love yeah. LinkedIn. LinkedIn's <laughs> the best thing in the world. Yeah, um, 100%. Like the amount of connections and people that I've met through LinkedIn mm-hmm. is unbelievable. Yeah. Um, so just like having the courage to just go, oh hey, I'm I'm Tane from New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to like um, I'll be in the country for yeah. a little bit, um, yada yada. Or even just like I, I said this a couple of years ago, and I said like we're in New Zealand. Like we're not. It's not the biggest place in the no. world. If you want to get to an All Black, you can. Yeah. Like it's we're That's not so we're not true. we're not huge. Yeah, you know, you, so you could message any one of these players and they will see it. Yeah. Um, you know whether or not you'll get a response as, as, <laughs> so as another true. answer, but they will see it. Like we're not—it's not LeBron James. Like yeah. we, it's you know, 
if you can miss it, Anton Signer, he'll reply. Like yeah. it's, um, you know, and there are opportunities there, and sometimes you just got to put yourself out there and give 100%. it a Hundred percent. And I think I think also what's really interesting, like you touched on it, that you didn't really have any sort of background in like social media yeah. before you started here. I think sometimes people, and I know that I've struggled with this a bit, like over what I've been doing recently, is you feel like you've got to be at like a certain level yeah. before you start. And I think yeah. for me, like it's a little bit of like imposter syndrome where I'm like, mm. oh, I'm not good enough to like be doing this stuff I don't know what I'm doing or I've got no yeah. background in this but I think the most success I've had with anything that I've done is just starting something and just yeah. seeing how 100%. it evolves over time so I yeah. think yeah like, I think just like don't be afraid to just be a little bit audacious and yeah. just, and just <laughs> a little bit know. delusional yeah just like and send it because you actually don't know like, oh, you, 100%. You, like you miss 100% of the shots you don't take very true and very um, inspirational so you know if, if, if you if, if you don't ask the message if you don't send the message you don't you know you, yes, won't, yeah. you won't get a response you 100% won't get a response yeah. so um, yeah, you never know. Yeah, definitely. Okay, I want to jump into some numbers a little bit because <laughs> it blows my mind just a little bit. So like yeah. I mentioned, the Blues are the fourth highest followed Instagram account in Australasian sport. Not anymore, the Warriors took over us this year. Uh, okay, well we season. won't put that in. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but you guys are also the first Super Rugby team, like out of all the Super Rugby teams, to reach 300,000 followers yeah. on Instagram. Talk us through how that happened. I think, like, I feel like I followed the Blues last year and obviously followed them this year. Mm. But I think this year I noticed, like, a real elevation in the content that you guys have put, yeah. like, putting out. Can you talk us through a little bit how you guys got there? Um, so I think two, three years ago it was the Hurricanes. So, like, I guess in terms of followers, mm -hmm. like, it was really interesting to see that, like, the teams who were successful mm -hmm. um, during a period, yeah. so like when Facebook was big, um, I think the Crusaders and Hurricanes were pretty big. Yeah. Or even and so like oh actually the Chiefs. So the Chiefs are really good in the twenty tens, yeah. early twenty tens. So they've got they, they've yeah. got a huge. <laughs> I mean that they won like three in a row in the. So they've they've got a huge Facebook following. Yeah. Um, when Instagram kicked off, I think it was what 2016, 2017, 20, like 2015, 16. Yeah, around Properly, there. the Hurricanes are really good. So the Hurricanes had heaps of followers. Yeah. Um, so it was like Hurricanes had the most followers in Super Rugby for ages. Um, That's so interesting. And you know, it, it was just like uh, we were just chasing them really. So mm. it, um, for ages, it was um, Hurricanes, Crusaders, and then like a distance, and yeah. then us. Mm -hmm and us chiefs and then a distance yep. islanders sorry guys um <laughs> so like yeah so like w when i first started in 2021 mm -hmm. i was like an intern yeah um and then the start of 2022 the guy above me uh jared london who is like probably taught me most of what i know now he does the stuff for the Auckland. he now does yeah. auckland yeah. yeah uh so he left mm -hmm. went went to another opportunity so i kind of like Probably, I think it was February, March. Mm -hmm. So, like, season had just started. Yeah. Um, I got elevated to, like, full-time, yeah. for to a full-time role, and I was just there by myself. Mm -hmm. So, 2022 was a great year for the Blues as a team. I think yeah. we won, like, 15 straight. Mm -hmm. And I got given creative freedom over the social page. Yeah. And I just ran with it. Like, I just <laughs> I took the piss the whole year. Like, um, any opportunity I could, I just I took. Um, and then... So that that was that year, but I did it by myself. Yeah. Um, you know, and I, I didn't have a great camera, um, but like I just tried still. everything yeah. that I could. Mm -hmm. um, this year was was real cool. So I, I brought in 
Uh, we had someone in named Tara, Tara Hander, yep. who's, who's an amazing creator. She's actually with the Kiwi Ferns right now. Mm -hmm. uh, but she came in and did our women's team, yeah. um, which is cool. So we, can have, we had a dedicated person looking after our women's. Mm -hmm. I had some, some support, um, so I brought in a, a really good friend of mine, Nods, Nods yeah. <laughs> um, to, to help support me. So we yeah. brought a little team. Mm -hmm. um, I got a huge upgrade in my camera stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so like, whereas 2022 was just like finding my feet um last oh, this year style yeah, yeah this year was just like i got given all the tools that i needed to do whatever mm -hmm. i wanted and like make real cool stuff mm -hmm. um so that's that's what we did um yeah. and i think it reflected um in our followers um we're, like we do have the biggest market so we probably should have the most followers yeah. and i think it's now just starting to reflect that yeah. um, people are really starting to enjoy our content yeah um and like it's just uh i, th I think uh, like next year will will be like even more of a level up because like we've got so many new ideas yeah. and stuff that we want to do. Very exciting. And now we for have the, the um, <laughs> yeah, and that now we have the freedom to do it um, with the equipment and and personnel and resource. Mm. Um, so yeah, it was like I don't think there was anything that was like okay, this is the reason we got to 300k before yeah. anyone else or anything like that. Um, we did have some a few videos that went quite viral, yeah. which was nice. Um, but yeah, I think it was just consistency and yeah. it was just like an overall. Oh, people are seeing that we're mm -hmm. deciding to put a lot more effort into it yeah. and we're catering a lot of our content mm -hmm. to the fans that uh, enjoyed a lot more yeah so would um, you say that you put your the i guess because it is like success like the blues instagram is like super successful like the engagement is pretty high like mm. you've got the most followers in super rugby would you say that you put the success down to a number of things in terms of like fans being engaged the creativity you bring to the page and all that sort of stuff you know you're not just like mm. posting game day pictures you know it's like behind the scenes content and all that type of stuff yeah like it's i think i'm i'm very lucky here at the blues where like my boss and the people above me actually give me the freedom yeah. to like do trendy things mm -hmm. or do things that aren't rugby or so like there's definitely like I don't put down so like the other super teams. I don't put it down to the people running them because like sometimes they just put in a box and it's like don't leave yeah. this box. Yeah. Um, so like game days, are all all we want is a couple photos and the full time, and that's it. Yeah. Um, so I've I've been very very lucky mm -hmm. that the, the people above me here have trusted me enough to let me like chase these things yeah, that sure. that they might not understand. So like my boss, you know, doesn't understand TikTok, yeah. but she trusts if something's there. Oh, Go for it. there's a reason for it. Like yeah. he he gets it. He's yeah. the manager of the social um, to run with it. So that's why like we do heaps of random things mm. that you know occasionally work or um, like I get given the freedom. And I think that that's it, right? It's yeah. just freedom to, to try, um, which I don't think other super teams are afforded as much. Right. Um, so I, I don't put it down to the creativity of the people running the page. Mm. Sometimes it's literally just you know like a r real rugby thing where it's you know oh, we do this like this. Why, why change yeah, it? Yeah, for sure. Don't talk, you know, yada yada. So, um, I'm just been real, real lucky. Yeah, I want to touch on like the creative freedom part because I think that's super interesting. I think I keep saying from like a fan perspective, not like I, I'm kind of like sort of in it now, like kind of mm. on the fringes. But I think from like someone who has like created content in the rugby space this year and like from having conversations with, with people yep. who enjoy the content, I think people really want to see stuff outside of actual rugby. Like they want to know who these players are. Would you say that you think we're going to like see more of that in, uh, as the years go on? Or do you yep. think some teams are going to stay to like kind of the whole black and white? Or do you think from like your perspective, it will change a bit? Um, I think it, it really depends on who the head coach is mm -hmm. of the team. Like people don't realize how much influence the coach yeah. of the team mm -hmm. has on 
you know, like I know some NRL teams where like the camera's not even allowed in the locker rooms. Wow. You know, so like trying to work around stuff like that is yep. real hard. Um, again, like we've been pretty lucky that um, Leon the last few years has been uh, pretty good yep. with like allowing us access to the players. Mm -hmm. um, hasn't always been happy with some of the stuff that goes up, but that's, you know, that's just the nature of things yep. that happen. But uh, he's he's been pretty good with us, mm -hmm. you know, allowing us, you know, to get close with the boys. Yep. Um, you know, and like uh, the biggest thing for me is like, um, I, I need to be in a position where the boys trust me that 100%. if I if I'm gonna put a camera in front of your face, I'm not gonna make you look like a dickhead. Yeah, like it's, 100%. Um, so yeah, it's just, and the more that grows, the more opportunities for mm. that kind of content to come out. Yeah. Um, the more they trust, the more, um, the more trust that people have in social. Because mm -hmm. like, at the end of the day, like I don't want the blues to look stupid. No. Like so, I'm not gonna do that. No, like, we're, we're all on the same same yep. team here, and once um, you know, once everyone kind of clicks in on that, mm -hmm. then we're all moving towards the same goal. Um, yeah. I think you'll see a lot more of that, um, and that's definitely the kind of content that people are interested in seeing. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know who the, who these guys are. Um, kind of off the yeah, field. All yeah. you have to do is look at American sport 100%. or you know English sport. Um, a lot of people, especially in America, a lot of people follow players, not teams. Yeah. Um, I don't know how much we're seeing that here, um, but you know, there's definitely elements of that. Yeah. And the more we grow it, um, the better, I think. Yeah. Would you say that, because I'm always so fascinated by US thoughts, I feel like they just do thoughts so differently to mm -hmm. New Zealand. And I feel like, obviously, rugby is our number one sport here in New Zealand. Yep. And in my head, I'm like, it's interesting that majority of the teams or like just the rugby in general in the community hasn't kind of taken the same path as US sports. Yep. Do you think we're slowly going in that in that direction or we're kind of doing something different? It, it's hard to, it's hard to tell because like it comes from the top. Mm. So like super rugby in the eyes of the people who matter is a high performance product. Yep. Like it's a product to develop the players mm -hmm. to go to the All Blacks. Yeah. Really. Whereas I believe it should be an entertainment product. Mm -hmm. Like it should be something that um, the fans can get behind and yep. enjoy. And it's not like we shouldn't have like all black wrists, all that kind of stuff. That just take away from wanting to go watch it. Yeah. It's right now. It is a product to develop all blacks. Mm -hmm. um, I hundred percent agree. Which is yeah. like the opposite to the NRL. Mm -hmm. The NRL is in itself an entertainment product. Yep. Everything that the NRL do is catered towards mm -hmm. their fans. Yeah. And what can make the best experience for people watching? Yeah, for sure. Um, which just doesn't, uh, just the mindset doesn't exist right now. Yeah. And and super at least. Yeah. Um, and then like just because you have that, everything is catered towards the All Blacks mm -hmm. like frame of mind. And yep. the All Blacks, it's not the wrong way to think, no. but it's very traditional. Yeah. It's like you know, you know, we get in camp and you know we do our things, we do this, we do that, and then that happens. Like. Um, you know, like I think this this year during the World Cup is the only year that, or the first year that you kind of seen the old blocks open up a little bit on camp. Yeah. Especially with the NZR Plus mm -hmm. stuff. Yeah. Um, but traditionally, that's not that's never been the go. Yeah. And for when sure. rugby down is sort of dictated by this one frame and, and mindset. Um, that's that's how people see things. So I think until like I'm not saying the All Blacks need to change, no. but until we offer the freedom for everyone else to be like. Um, that super rugby needs to be entertainment first, yeah. and until we get that, I don't, I can't see it changing too much yeah, anytime sure. soon. Which is, which is like not great because no. like I want super rugby to be successful. Yeah, hundred percent. I want to work in a, you know, um, a, for a competition that that is growing. Mm -hmm. Like I, I like just love seeing the NRL right now. Yeah, 
and I want Same. I want that. I'm so jealous of yeah. you know um, their success. Um, but yeah, we're trying. Yeah, for sure. Um, I want to touch on a couple more numbers from the 2023 season because they're mm. very impressive. Um, 144 million plus reach, which mm. is crazy. Um, 18 million engagement and 144,000 new followers. Yeah. Firstly, congrats, because that's like a lot. Those yeah, numbers yeah. are massive. Um, I guess my follow-up question to that would be, I, we sort of just touched on it, but I kind of want to dive into it a bit more. How important is social media for not just like sports teams in general, but for the Blues? How important do you think it is? Um, I think it's growing in importance mm-hmm. every year, the more that people realise how important it is, yeah. which, is, um, which is which is great for me. Yeah. Um, and like and I, I, yeah, yeah, for us, you know, people in the industry. Um, yeah. Like I think, I, I said this a couple of years ago, I think that social will be one of the most important jobs for any business mm-hmm. in the next five to ten years. Yeah. Like it's just growing that quickly. Because people um, seem to think social media is dying, but then I have I have like conversations nah, with people nah. like yourself in the industry and they're like, no, nah, it's like really only just getting started. It's just, it's just starting. Like, yeah. right, like I think, like I truly think in the next five to ten years, social will be one of the most important. Yeah important roles mm-hmm. um, in any place because that's how we communicate yeah. now like if you want to go interact with the blues you from go. from sunday to saturday afternoon mm-hmm. yeah. you go on social um yeah. or you and then you go to the game yeah and then you just interact with the blues more um so yeah like it's, it's been real interesting seeing the switch because mm-hmm. like i like i said when i started it probably wasn't a priority at all for anyone here yeah like they hired someone who didn't know how to use a camera <laughs> um so like it says a lot <laughs> yeah it says a lot and it's just the it's been real interesting seeing the mindset tick over mm-hmm. and now because money's involved it's like oh we, we can sell our social yeah. now mm-hmm. um the social is bringing in revenue for the business yeah. that's important mm-hmm. um so now it's something that you know you can't lose it now yeah like you, for sure like you couldn't take a step backwards in this world now because no. it's become such a vital yeah uh part of the blues mm-hmm. and sort of any suit or any rugby team yeah, or any sure. sports team yeah. worldwide mm. um and then just like in terms of numbers and stuff i just think that's a testament to like um a lot of our boys like our boys are really up for it mm-hmm. and they they um you know they're interesting people to yep. follow and we're an interesting team to Venture like, and all that yeah, sort of like stuff as well we're, we're an interesting team to yeah. to be a be around mm-hmm. um the the guys are really good um you know we, we aren't afraid to have fun mm-hmm. and show um our real selves yeah which is um which is you know a lot of those numbers and stuff are just from a few videos that you know showed the boys yep. as, as they were Personal, as they are yeah. um and that's that's cool because like if you like all i want is for if you come into the blues and you spend half a day with these guys you get it yeah and it's like i just want that to be on social like yeah. just the feeling that you get when you're around these guys and they're having a laugh with each other having a jokes all like fun and games yeah. they, they're competing with each mm-hmm. other um i just want that yeah to, to come across yeah um, for sure and i think it you know and the numbers speak for itself um it's been cool. Like it's it's really cool. Considering like when people say rugby's on the down, um, yeah. I don't. I just, I just think attendance is on the down. Yeah. People aren't not watching rugby anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think there are Blues fans who are fans five years ago that are like, oh, I'm not going to watch the game yeah, this weekend because sure. I don't like the Blues anymore. No, yeah. you watch the game, but it's just you might not go. Yeah, uh, you might not spend sixty bucks to get there, hundred dollars <laughs> for your family to yeah. get there, which is you know something that we're working on and we're trying to you know bring that um, tribalism back, but. Mm. 
um, yeah, you're not you're not still watching, you're still engaging, um, and we're just sort of giving the people what they want. Yeah, for sure. I guess to piggyback off what you just said, in terms of fan engagement, do you think, because like I wasn't going to say that rugby's dying, because I mm. hate saying that, especially in yep. New Zealand, but I think we're seeing a bit of a downtrend at the moment in terms of attendance at games and mm. viewership and all that sort of stuff. In terms of fan engagement, do you think social media has like a big role to play in injecting kind of viewership, I guess, back into yeah, attendance? You know, how do you yeah. kind of translate the online stuff into real person? Yeah, it's it's hard because attendance is down, yeah. but viewership is actually up. Mm. So people are watching more on Sky. Yeah. People are watching the highlights a lot yeah. more. It's just so much easier to watch the game yeah. somewhere than to... Um, than to turn up, and which like is such a contrast to NRL because you like you yeah. go to like any reg- you see any regular season game and majority of the stadium is like packed. Yeah, um, I think like a lot of this atmosphere, right? Like yeah. it's it's sort of like you come to a Blues game and it's like, oh, my mate's not going to go, so I won't go, yeah. and then his mate's not going, and all of a sudden you've got a whole bunch of people that don't know listen to your mates. Yeah, <laughs> that, that that aren't turning up anymore. So. Um, it's it's a lot of atmosphere. Like that's what being at the game brings. Mm-hmm. And right now, Super doesn't have that. Yeah. Um, whereas if you go to a Warriors game, it's just crazy. Like, and like there is room for for growth in that yeah. area. Like, uh, I've I was I've been going to Warriors games for the last twelve years, mm-hmm. and I was there when there was you know less than three thousand <laughs> people in the crowd. Yeah. And you know, so there is room for improvement. Yeah. Like it, it can change. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's dead or dying. Yeah. I just think. Um, it's a lot less convenient to go to the games anymore, yeah. which is a problem because um, it you know, looks just yeah, like it like looks bad, and yeah. ticket revenue is how these how teams stay afloat. Yeah, um, so you're not turning up to the games. Teams not getting enough money. Mm-hmm. Teams got to like things have got to change around here, yeah. which eventually makes the makes the the experience worse because yeah. the teams got less money, can't do more yeah, things. Yeah, for sure. Um, so it is a bit of a cycle, but you know we're trying. Um, we're doing, you know, we're, we're brainstorming and thinking of ways that um, you know can entice people to come back. Yeah, and, for sure. Um, other than just winning. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it, it's interesting. But like I'd say, like rugby, people are still interested in rugby. Mm. Like you, like just look at the World Cup. Yeah. Um, numbers are crazy. People are interested, and I'm really hoping we can ride this momentum into a really solid super season. For sure. Um, with really entertaining games mm-hmm. and a product that people want to go and see. 100%. Um, it does. It's the, the biggest hindrance for us is Eden Park because mm. it's like um, you, you could sell out FMG, yeah. and that looks like an empty Eden Park mm-hmm. with the same the yeah, same crowd. For so sure. it's like that. Per, that uh, how we're perceived is real different. Mm. Um, there's, there's there's so many different factors into what's going into right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but we're we're trying, yeah. and like we really, um, you know, we really hope to see fans back. Mm, yeah. Um, because you know it, that's that's when the game's the best. Yeah, definitely. But that's doesn't say rugby's dying yeah. i think viewership's up social's up everywhere yeah um it's just a lot easier to watch on the couch than it is to go to the game yeah 100 percent. in terms of you know viewership being up and social media on the up and up where do you see i guess social media in the sporting arena and sporting space headed within like the next five years five to ten um i just think it'll grow in importance yeah. like it'll become like I, I actually I can't see the content changing too much. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be year on year. Yep, like you, these are the players. Get to know them. Yada yada. Mm-hmm. I can't see the content changing, but the importance of it within a brand mm-hmm. 
will change. Yeah. It'll just get more and more important because the numbers will get more and more and the money will get more and more. Yeah. And all of a sudden, half your company's revenue is brought in through social or something like yeah, that, yeah, you know? Yeah, sure. Um, you know, I, I, numbers are whatever, but yeah. like, all of, like, it'll just become more and more important. Mm-hmm. So like, you start investing more into it because it's bringing in more money. Yeah. And so the content, like the quality will get a lot more better. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I can't see the content changing too much. Yeah. I think everyone always wants to see rugby mm-hmm. and then everyone wants to know the players. Like yeah. I can't, like I don't know how much more innovative you can get yeah, from 100%. that. Um, but it, yeah, I just think it'll be a lot more important for yeah. for clubs um, to like, yeah, in terms of the structure of everything. Yeah. I guess a question that I don't have but to add on to it is I'm not sure how familiar you are with like Formula One and all that sort of stuff but I know... My mate Liam Lawson. <laughs> yeah. He's doing very well at the moment. <laughs> um, and we're going to get into that because I know you did interview him but um, I know for me I follow a couple of like content creators who kind of got started just doing videos at home by themselves in their room about Formula One and then it's grown into this like... I guess career for them where they are like they have like media passes and they're there you know at the race weekends and stuff sort of what I've like tried to emulate I guess in the rugby scene do you see more people like myself coming into the sort of content creation space like I'd I'd love it Mm. like I don't I can't forecast whether or not people will yeah yeah yeah, for sure like that'd be my dream I just want people talking about rugby Mm. like similar to rugby league rugby league's got uh, the inner roast, bloke in a bar, YKTR, yeah. all these different just things mm-hmm. talking about rugby, yeah. which brings attention to rugby. Yeah. Football is just that's like half of football, just people talking <laughs> about every team has about like 22 different YouTube channels dedicated <laughs> to that team, just talking about every game. Yeah. Um, rugby, there's a few. Um, uh, I can't mention them all, but like th- there's some, black and jersey, we notice you're yeah. black, black yeah. jersey, uh, two cents rugby. Yeah. There's so many different guys that just talk about the game yeah. um, and enjoy it and that's like for me the more like i think a sign of success is if we're seeing more of that mm-hmm. more people like if if you um are feeling like you're getting enough or like if you feel the need to get up and make content about rugby mm-hmm. and it's being successful enough for you yeah. that means rugby is doing well yeah you know for sure um so like a sign of success for me will be if there are more things popping up talking about rugby um, being ar- around rugby and like if you're out there <laughs> and wanting to do stuff like this reach Don't out like leave me out there by myself <laughs> <laughs> no, i'm serious like it's a, like I'm, I'm seeing podcasts like I've, uh, a few like rugby podcasts follow me as well yeah. like just reach out like it's like we're here to help yeah like, i really want you guys to do well because mm. it only benefits us yeah for sure um so yeah like i and uh, you know i'm i've given media passes to to people who reached out and just want to come to the games and yeah. check it out um so yeah like that's yeah, for sure. Do it. No, definitely. Um, okay, I want to talk about like the negative. I don't love dwelling on the negative, but I do want to talk a little bit on like the negative side of social media. Mm. Um, trolls, hate comments, armchair yep. players, armchair coaches, all that sort of stuff. Um, what's kind of like the protocol from your point of view, from the franchise point of view? Um, sort of after after every game, I'll do like a little evaluation of. Because, like, there's definitely players who take it a lot better than others. Yeah. Um, so, like, Reeks, for example, if he has a bad game, it doesn't really matter because he has a circle that he listens to. Yeah. Um, and he only respects their opinion mm-hmm. respectfully, but, like, he... Yeah, not 100%. He, he trusts the circle and yeah. online comments don't get to it. Yeah. Whereas our, like, younger players and stuff, you know, if they have hard. a bad game, 
you know, sometimes I'll, I will pass them and they're scrolling through the comments and stuff. Um, Take the phone. Yeah, well, it's hard because I, I yeah. think more I'll just be like, okay, you know, I know he's had a bad game. I know the people are at him. I'll probably, I won't post anything about him for yep. a little bit mm -hmm. um, just to give him some breathing room. Yeah. Um, and it's just being a little bit aware like that. Mm -hmm. um, like there, there's a few players on this team that, that cop it more than others and sometimes for no reason, but it's just like a trend, who trend like a to do it. against some yeah. players normally. Um, you know, um, like a couple of our players have just quit, like just deleted Instagram, yeah. deleted social because they don't want to see that. That's not benefit yeah. to them. Um, which is upsetting because I know social can be a huge benefit to yeah. these players post their career and all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, so I'll, I'll, I'm sort of like, I keep my eyes on that mm -hmm. and like, the more like I, I know I know the boys in the team. Like yeah. I know who can, like who would struggle and who mm -hmm. wouldn't um, when stuff like that happens. Because yeah. you can't avoid it. I no. just think you can, you can like sort of manage it a yeah. lot more. Um, yeah. So it's like if you know one of our young boys goes and has a shocker, I'm not going to post three photos of mm -hmm. him the next day to give opportunity for people to talk about 100%. him. Um, so yeah, so I manage it like that. Yeah. Um, it's obviously upsetting, but it's like uh, sometimes it is just passionate people. Yeah. Um, you know who love this team and love yeah. you know what they're doing and um, I, I, I don't think it's ever warranted going out but like sometimes you can just put it down to passion yeah. and then others are just trolls and just like idiots. like and yeah and we, we talk about that like um, you know they just trust the yeah. opinions of the ones who's matter mm -hmm. and like the trolls are trolls like yeah, they, you know, sure. just let them go like they, yeah. they can say whatever they want yeah and I think some people because I know I've been told this a lot but some people say oh just don't read the bad comments yeah, no, but like it's so it's like I don't think people understand like it's hard not to not read it yeah because you could just be scrolling through like all the positive ones and then suddenly you come across a bad one and it's like in our like human psyche <laughs> yeah. to like pick out that bad one and be like yeah. internalize it but it's about having like that I guess kind of kind of thing in place where you're like okay mm. that doesn't like necessarily mean I'm yeah. a bad person or I'm a bad player it's just all. that that person's got an issue and they're just going to voice it. Yeah, and it's tough having such a like a job where like you're so front facing to the public. Yeah. Like even as a social person, mm -hmm. like there's been moments where I've missed the mark or you know done something that's yeah. not as funny as I thought it was, or you know, <laughs> or you know, hurt someone's yeah. feelings in mm -hmm. some way. And you know, you get comments like that, or you you know, I've had messages about like people talking about my stuff. You know, yeah. but it's yeah, it is tough having mm -hmm. it. Like you, you just got to realize how like how not normal it is for your day-to-day -day job mm -hmm. to be scrutinised by yeah. so many people yeah. all the time. And so, so many people like, have to like, access to you as yeah. well. So it's like it's not normal and like some people deal with it in very different ways. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, like it's going to happen and like people just do it to do it. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I do what I can to yeah. help, help everyone else. Do, do some of the – I guess – not the comments about the players, but do some comments like get to you personally when you're like reading through them? Because you've, I guess, like, do you go through all the comments and stuff? Or um, it's yeah, if it's a tricky one. Yeah, because it's, it's hard. Not, it's, yeah. it's not me, but like, I, I care about at least some of these boys like a lot. Yeah. So it, it does hurt when yeah. when I see stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm I'm pretty all right with it in terms of like, like. If he has gone out and had a bad game, mm -hmm. like I expect it. Yeah. Um, it's just the it's the personal ones that, you know. Yeah. That that get me. Um, luckily, we don't get too many. Yeah. Um, like rugby is still, like a lot less toxic than a lot of other sports. Yeah. A lot of other sports. Um, except for like football, like rugby league is still pretty bad for mm. that kind of stuff. 
Um, but we're all right. Um, not saying it doesn't happen, but like a lot less than others. Yeah, for sure. Um, like even after after we lost um, in the semi final this year, I was expecting to get the boys to get berated. Um, and there was a few, but most of it was like, oh, all right, boys, had a great season. Yeah. Like, thank you. Like I, was, I was saying thank yous after we lost yeah. by 50, you know, so. Because um, that was my next question about that semi-final loss as yeah. well. Because I think, I think in losses like that, I, I just don't think people expected, like for that game mm. specifically, people didn't expect it. And I think yeah. that's usually nine times out of ten where you get those like really bad, heinous comments yeah. but you like I looked under the comments under that one and like they for the most part like mm. nine times out of ten they were pretty good yeah so like I think that's kind of a testament to what we've been doing here um in the com space so I think we've we've made a really huge job of humanizing mm-hmm. the boys so it's like you don't know Tom Robinson you know sauce yeah the <laughs> flanker who's real funny um and like has a giggle, has a laugh. Yeah. You're way less likely. So if you interact with a player, your only interaction with them is the 80, 80 minutes you see them on TV mm-hmm. and that's your whole picture of this yeah. person is. It's like, oh, I'll, I'll, sl- I'll, sl- I'll give him shit on social. Yeah, it's not, not too much. But if I know, uh, like Tom, mm. and I see him and he's making funny videos all week and he's being a good bloke and he's all that, you all of a sudden there's so much more nuance to this guy and I know so much about this man. It's almost like a friend. Yeah. And it's like, okay, he's down. Now I'm going to, I'll pick him up. Mm-hmm. 100%. So that's like a lot of what we're trying to do is just like create a space where, oh, he might have had a bad game, mm. but he's he's a really good guy. Yeah. And like, I like him a lot because he's, you know, because we've shown the different sides of it. Because rugby is a small part of these guys. Yeah. They are, they are all nuanced mm-hmm. and like creative funny mm-hmm. like great people yeah um which you just don't see yeah 100%. so like we we make a really big effort to try and show that side mm. of them because when times are low that's that's you yeah that's what you click on to so i think like in the last few years that's what we've done and it's a testament to seeing the mm. comments and stuff like that um <laughs> uh it's comments and stuff like that that like it just shows that we've done a good job and yeah, i think sure. people are connecting to the human mm. side of these these players a lot more than just the rugby player. Yeah, for sure. Okay, I want to take some time away from the Blues content now. I want to shift mm-hmm. gears and talk about On The Radar. Um, <laughs> talk us through what it is, how it started, what's On The Radar all about? Um, so On The Radar is like a... I love how you instantly were just like, <laughs> yes, I'm ready. <laughs> on, on The Radar is a uh, like small like kind of sports podcast yep. that I started with a really good mate of my nods, actually. Yep. Um, we started it because we both went to uni together. Yeah. Uh, one day we were sitting on the couch and we were just, should we start a podcast, bro? Um, so yeah, yeah one we did of those that. Ones. Um, yeah, we did that it, and it started off in our garage and we just used to do podcasts like this yeah. and just chat for hours and hours about sports on the weekend yeah. and we could. We could literally sit there for four or five hours and just chat about sport. Yeah. Um, we've been so slack with it. Um, cause we've, we've actually been doing it for like five years. Yeah. Um, Oh really? Yeah, it's Fine. been oh. it's been a long time, um, but That's like we'll funny. be like we'll do like three months solid, and then we we might do it for just like six take months. Like you know, an we'll eight take month hiatus. Yeah. Um, <laughs> three so. months on, eight months off. <laughs> but it's just a testament to how much we love sport. We'll yeah. talk about we'll talk about F one football, yeah. rugby league, mm-hmm. um, tennis. You know, we'll talk yeah. about anything because mm-hmm. um, we love it. Um, so now we're on TikTok, and we just like we'll meet up once every three or four weeks yeah. and just make like a film for an hour and then cut that into little yeah. bits and post it up on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think a year ago now we um, we applied for some funding mm-hmm. from New Zealand On Air 
and we got it, which was cool. Um, <laughs> so it was a decent amount of money, and we um, decided it was to make a show of some yeah. sort. And we'd pitched to like make the sports show where we like present and talk about sport and do all the stuff. Um, and they really liked it, so they gave us some money. And we were like, oh, instead of doing it in Easy Auckland run, yeah. with like a cool big set and big expensive camera, we were like, oh, let's go to London and do it there <laughs> with a cheap board. camera <laughs> <laughs> and no set. And cheap <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, we did that. We we we, 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 um, we, we flew to London. Oh, oh, we went to Canberra first, yeah. um, interviewed Matt Ghetto, great bloke. Flew to London, uh, interviewed Chris Wood, yeah. captain of the All Whites, currently in the Premier League. Then we went... Um, Was that cool for you? Oh, wow. Great bloke yeah. and cool guy. Yeah. Like, it's just a real surreal moment. So did you know uh, him or, like, the other athletes that you interviewed Personally? Beforehand? Yeah. No. Nah, nah. Did you just reach out on We just reached room? out. Well, like, we, we paid them because we had the money to. Oh, right. But, like, yeah, we reached yeah, out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, and they were all keen and happy. Yeah. And um, it was cool because, like, when we were connecting with Kiwis overseas, they were real stoked to, to see us. Yeah. Um, and then we saw Liam Lawson yeah. and, um, in England as well. And he was just like, oh, man, it's so good to, like, have a real joke you know <laughs> um you know because they can't joke here like so we were just having a good laugh yeah same with chris woods like it was we were um we were talking to him and then like slowly and slowly through the thing yeah. he was like oh i'm, I'm kiwi now yeah. <laughs> and I'm he was just yeah. he was just roasting me the whole yeah. the whole thing so it was funny and he was good um and then we were like oh where else can we go so yeah. we were like oh, i want to go to japan so yeah like, i saw oh, that, that let's find let's find someone in japan yeah <laughs> so um uh message altered black yeah uh, explodes player and we were like oh can we come interview in japan and he was like oh i'll be in auckland and and we were like oh no nah, japan sounds good um so, <laughs> so when are you back in japan so yeah so we, ended up, we went to japan and so good. <laughs> um interviewed him so it was like a real trip of a lifetime yeah like it was just so so grateful yeah. um, to do it with some of your best mates um fly around the world and interview athletes yeah. and um get some cool content out of it um so yeah that, that's what otr's been up to after like years of hiatus <laughs> get this Three money and on, now yep, <laughs> and then got all this money and now we're like okay we've got a show guys yeah um, for sure so yeah we've just just posted our first trailer for the show um the other day what's sort of like the goal of this new kind of show <laughs> there was no goal the goal was to get the money and fly overseas that was the goal um, Stop, that is actually so <laughs> the goal was to go on a lads trip in london um it, honestly yeah, there's oh, no goal we were hilarious. just um we were there it's given me an idea actually yeah and so like now it's probably kicked us up at the arse a little bit so okay maybe this can be a real thing that yeah. we that we can pursue um like we don't have lots of followers or anything like it's literally like oh just the fellas put in a proposal end up getting some money and have gone on a trip yeah um, so now we're trying to make the most of it yeah we've got sure. lots of content from the trip so we'll just be trickle uh, trickle feeding that out for the next however um, long yeah 10 weeks or so and is it just on tiktok or is it on its own it's as well? it's, so the um the 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 guys that gave us funding, it was half from TikTok, half from New Zealand on oh, so cool. it's exclusive to TikTok. Cool. Yeah. That's really exciting. I guess, so there was no kind of like main goal of this kind of trip. It was just Literally. let's see what we can, let's oh, just man. throw shit at the wall and hope it sticks. <laughs> I, I, I can say this now because we've got the money and we've done the trip. But literally, like, we saw the thing. We were like, okay. <laughs> Made funny. the proposal in, like, half an hour. Oh, my God. Um, made the proposal in, like, half an hour. Then we <laughs> got it. <laughs> and then I had to write a longer proposal. 
waited till like the deadline day for that did that oh my God. um it was real funny because we actually um we went to like everyone that got it so there was like 10 groups that won it yeah everyone that got it they flew us to sydney and they all did us like a big kind of like yeah. a group session mm-hmm. with all of us <laughs> we just got found out so quickly because everyone else had like these <laughs> fleshed out ideas that they spent months and months <laughs> and months on we just got there like uh, <laughs> um, can we we go last? <laughs> i think we we're gonna chat to some athletes um so yeah it was interesting but we learned a lot um and it was real it was like kind of my first proper freelance gig yeah um where like i was learning from like learning to do it on my own mm-hmm. and for myself um which is cool being mm-hmm. in front of camera is very yeah. different to being behind it 100 um so yeah like it was a fun trip really enjoyed it yeah. and grateful grateful for yeah. it yeah and so where do you see on the radar in like the next couple of years are you like wanting to ride off the coattails of we the could be <laughs> the biggest podcast in the world or we could not <laughs> post again after <laughs> these 10 weeks so yeah, I, I couldn't tell you. Do you have like any main goals for it or no? I mean, like the goal when we started was like, oh, we're going to be on ESPN. We're going to yeah. we're going to be those talk talk guys who um, you know, uh, can be pundits on on, yeah, on air and sure. talk about anything and get paid for it. So that's that's like lofty dream goal. But yeah. like, we're obviously we're here and we're kind of already doing something yeah. we love. So, um, yeah, we'll see. Kind of got a backup plan just in case. Yeah, backup plan ESPN. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Okay, I'm going to go into some of the questions now that I've received from people. Um, we got, uh, there was this one that made me laugh, actually, but I'll let you know in a second. Um, first question is tips for sports designers to find work. Oh, see, this, this is something I cannot help you with <laughs> because I, I told you when I started here, I had no experience. <laughs> Just be delusional and email as many people as you can. Um, either, I guess my biggest biggest tip is actually just reach out. Like, yeah. don't be afraid to ask because mm-hmm. you never know what, what they're going to say. Like, I'll, like, people message me, I'll be like, if, say, oh, can I make you a graphic? I'll be like, yes. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> go on. Thank you. Um, yeah, give don't it even go. say yes, just say thank you so much. Yes, send it here. Um, so, like, yeah, like, um, like there are opportunities like that to get your work out there, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, no, I kind of in terms of actual work, like I've actually I've never done any freelancing work for my graphics, yeah, um, because I learned which is on crazy the, because like you're so good <laughs> at it because <laughs> I learned on the job, yeah. So um, uh, yeah, I can't can't help you there. Sorry. So Tane's number one tip would be just be delusional and. <laughs> See if anything sticks. Yeah. <laughs> um, next question I got, and this one made me laugh. When are they promoting you to the All Black socials? <laughs> Is that a promotion? Um, <laughs> I don't know. Like, um, like I think doing the All Blacks would be really, really fun in terms of the travel and just the All Blacks. Yeah. Um, I think I would struggle a lot more because it is a lot more the All Blacks do it like this you're in a like but like I think you just have to do that like like the All Blacks have been like this for hundreds of years the social guy is not going to come in and change that yeah Um, I mean you never know who knows Um, never say never (laughs) (laughs) Um, so like while I'd I'd love to do the All Blacks as just like a New Zealander Mm -hmm. um I'm really enjoying the creative freedom I have now at yeah, the Blues. Yeah, for sure. Um, next question is, do any of the players have access to the Blues Instagram? Absolutely not. <laughs> not giving up that responsibility. Um, no, I can just imagine the ruckus that would be caused if, if, that, if that was the case. Um, I mean, some of the players have a bigger Could you Instagram imagine Tom Robinson in charge of uh, the bloody Instagram? Like Caleb Clark on... Caleb Clark on the Blues would be in just something else. Um, <laughs> so, no, they don't. Um, but... Like, I, I don't mind handing over. Like, because 
Like if I, they asked, would yeah, you? Yeah, they asked. Oh, I wouldn't give them the login. <laughs> but, um, Just give them your phone and be like over the shoulder. Yeah, like I, I, I like to see the, if, if the boys are seeing, if they're talking to the Blues Instagram, that they're talking to the Blues fan base. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, I like that. So mm-hmm. like I'd hand them the phone for them to talk to the Instagram, like yeah. the fans. Um, sometimes I'll like, message, like, yeah. they're, like, they're, like they're talking to me. <laughs> so it's like, you got to, it's the Blues here, not, <laughs> not on the other end. Yeah. Do you think, um, I reckon a good idea would be like voice memos. Yeah. That would be add, such add a good idea, things, actually. Yeah. That'd be um, so funny. It's that real American thing where it's like you just hand them the phone after the game and they go, oh, that was a great win, Blues fans. And so. The Warriors started doing Warriors that. Warriors do that, yeah. yeah they, they did that in America for ages. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Um, do you show them any specific messages or comments? No. Nah. No. Nah. Because they'll, like, like I said, it's New Zealand, like yeah. they'll, they'll see it themselves <laughs> if it's big enough or important enough. Yeah. Um, but no, I don't, like, I, yeah, like, I think they've got enough to worry yeah, about. For sure. I'm not going to be like, oh, this guy said this about you. Or, mm. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, what sort of content gets the best engagement? Um, human stuff. Yeah. Like, the boys are being yeah. themselves or, um, like, just, yeah, showing their true selves, other than just, like, a cool try, which yeah. obviously would get cool engagement or good engagement. But like things you can control, the boys being real people. Yeah, or not to leave slipping through tackles. Yeah, or just <laughs> wait for Mark to do something and then post that. Wait for him to just walk a few <laughs> steps, and I'm sure it will go well. Yeah. <laughs> um, what content do you most enjoy producing? Oh, that's a great question. Um, like, because I didn't start doing it. Yeah. Um, graphics. I love making mm-hmm. graphics now. Um, and just being as wacky as I can yeah, with them. Yeah, for sure. Um, I love it, yeah. So, mm-hmm. like, especially, so during the off-season is, is when, like, I start making all these random graphics and yeah. doing, doing fun things. Um, and I, I really like reactionary stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, if something happens in the world or yada, yada, jumping on it as yeah. quick as you can and, I'm like, so making something sort of that. stuff. Um, I love that, you yeah. know, something, happen- um, <laughs> something happens in the world, an yeah. album comes out or, you know, Will Smith Drake gets slapped, yeah. slapped someone, you know, like something happens, you know, um, yeah, like making something yeah, about that yeah, and then like watching, sure. watching it go. Yeah, no, epic. Well, that's all for the questions and that is all for today's podcast. Ooh. I want to say thank you so much for joining me no today. Worries. Thank I'm you so much for having me. I'm sure people will really enjoy this chat because I know I did and I definitely learned a lot. Um, thank you. But yeah, where can people find you on Instagram, on the radar, Tarnak, Wilkram, um, yep. Blues? You I'm can sure find the, the Blues rugby team on Instagram <laughs> or you, um, we're on the radar on TikTok, so yeah. on dot the dot radar. Nice. Um, and you'll see a couple of blokes maybe just winging it maybe <laughs> in the next in the near future who knows um, no time schedule with that no time schedule I, okay you know what's crazy I've been I've been at the blues for four seasons now yeah. and I haven't done one piece of blues content on the radar oh have you not <laughs> haven't used the boys haven't I've beaten you haven't, to it <laughs> haven't haven't done a game day thing haven't done nothing so yeah that's great yeah no wicked <laughs> um, well thank you so much very great for your time and I'm sure we're going to be seeing a lot more from you over the next 24 seasons so thank you so much and Woo. thanks for listening guys go the Blues down the don't support the Chiefs or the Crusaders go the Blues I have no comment on that <laughs> okay bye <laughs>